0: Whoa!
1: back everybody it's a new episode of wax on your favorite podcast with your host ken vasoli and your favorite co-host miss <laughs> lena
2: hello mm-hmm.
1: how are you doing out there in radio land
2: welcome back
1: welcome back to the beat laboratory we pulled some records and as you heard from our podcast a couple podcasts ago. We are throwing all the rules out the window and we are playing whatever the F we want. (laughs) How you feeling, babe? Pretty good. Good. Can we take my pie? (laughs) Let me turn this down so I can hear you. Oh, our dog Waldo is on fire. (laughs) Waldo, what's up, buddy? You got your green bone? You wanna give us some squeaks for us? Squeak, squeak, squeak. gonna hear some probably there's one yeah baby he's excited about the podcast he likes what we picked fun jams fun jams stone cold grooves House smells nice because you just put a pie in the oven
2: waiting for my pie to cool thank you for waiting for me for that to be finished
1: that is uh, no problem this uh it smells like pie smells like pie fresh it, pie it's a pie cast <laughs> hey that was a good one <laughs> so what are we doing what's going on what's been new let's see what's been what was uh what's the big to-do before today we have been on vacation mm-hmm just like Eddie Murphy and Beverly Hills Cop. Vacation. (laughs) And what a vacation it was. We went out to Colorado. It was beautiful. Up the beautiful Rockies, rented ourselves a little cabin, a little chalet as they call it. It's cute. So cute. We slept in like a sort of a a bunk bed. If, If a house had a bunk bed, that would sort of be like what our bed lived in. was—they called it a loft, but it was yes. really just a bunk bed for the house.
2: You had to climb a ladder to get to bed. <laughs> so it's like you had to be careful. <laughs> yeah, it was tight. And
1: I'm a guy that likes to uh, go to the bathroom, you know, you know, maybe once uh, in the early morning, and you really gotta—you know—you. Like I'm a jungle
2: just, gym. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: you really? Yeah, you got to go through an obstacle course. And it's not like you're in the clear as soon as you get to the bottom because it's like there's a stone one furnace.
2: Misstep. <laughs> and you're yeah, done. One,
1: one misstep. Yeah, one misstep. Is you're- it
2: like a steel stove?
1: Oh, yeah, the wood burning <laughs> stove is on this like stone thing. Um, it, but it was absolutely gorgeous. And there were, we had no neighbors. They were just blasting our hip hop as loud as we wanted and smoking blunts first thing in the morning atop a mountain,
2: drinking coffee. Yeah. It was beautiful.
1: Twas beautiful. <laughs> so we're refreshed, replenished, and uh, back into it. Back here at the crib, at the love shack, with Mr. Baby, Mr. Waldo. Uh, and who knows what he's up to now. I hope that he's not getting too friendly with that pie. He was admiring it, but he's usually, you know. He's a good boy. He's a good boy, he's a food respectful. There was only one instant when he was a puppy where he, t- I think, he took a lick full of uh, coleslaw. Or did he just eat all the coleslaw? I think
2: he ate all of
1: it. Well, he ate all of it. <laughs> <laughs> he likes food. He likes coleslaw. <laughs> and uh, and we're also going to get to a record where he ate the sleeve. and oh, was, yeah. You know, which is uncharacteristic of him. He's a very good boy.
2: We found it. That's the good thing. We were looking for it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is
2: stuffed in some random sleep.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he didn't eat the record. He, just, he left the record. He just wanted destroy to destroy
2: the cover. The cover's gone.
1: He likes paper.
2: He does. I'm, Cardboard. I'm, yeah.
1: that's Which is fine. I don't really, you know, <laughs> he left the good part. He has a taste for paper. <laughs> um, but uh, along with the very relaxing, refreshing. Very smoky time. We had chance to go record shopping.
0: We
2: did in and Denver.
1: We, in Denver, we found a wonderful record store by the name of Wax Tracks, and we got so many records. You know, I think we may have stopped at one other place too. That like bookstore what was it called like Super Super oh, Records yeah. or, mm-hmm. or or Super Books or Great Books? Yes. Um, and we got a box full of records mainly our wax tracks because they had a pretty on point collection they had a, an international section and just countries that you don't usually see that were we stocked up we
2: hit their international section hard, yeah. wiped them out
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah we found some gems there's some stuff so good I'm not even going to play it on this podcast it's so good Secret <laughs> fire, <laughs> but lucky for all of us, there's plenty of stuff that I brought to share. Um, you, you know, and we, when we've been going record shopping lately, you've been just like you come I'm back on fire, to me, yeah, you come back to me <laughs> in ten minutes with a, a, a stack that's like a foot high.
2: You taught me how to pick records, so now. I know exactly what to look for, and what sections to hit and t- skip. <laughs> yes. Avoid the '80s; it gets weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: you know right away. <laughs> yeah. what font and like that, like checkerboard, like weird. Design. Sometimes
2: it's a cool cover. It just will Sometimes. stop me and be like, "Oh, what, what's this about?"
1: Yeah, I think there might be some '80s happening. I think we have one '80s track in here today. I believe, yeah, we got one. And it's the worst track of the ones that we're going to play. What? The worst of the best. They're all good. I, they are all good. I'll, I'm not going to say the worst. I'm going to say the weirdest.
3: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> it's the most special of it. <laughs> I'm just saying the 80s, you know, even the best stuff of the 80s. When you just put it up against other decades, it's just, I don't know, it's still bad. I don't think that you could find anything that's, like, my favorite from the 80s that's going to beat out something that's my favorite from the 70s or 90s. Yes. Yeah. That's true. I guess I'm just being rough on it. Go for the
2: 60s, 70s, always.
1: Oh, they kill it. Yes. 70s, especially lately, I've had a, a soft spot for and listen, I'm a child of the '80s, so I believe me. I, I understand what was happening, and I even have a, a a lot of nostalgia for the sound of the '80s when done right. But I don't know. I guess the thing is that these days it seems to get rehashed a lot, and sometimes I get a little bit um, a little bit tired of <laughs> trying to sound '80s like in modern day music. Yikes. A little bit of it goes a long way, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's done right. There's there's some artists out there that I can think of offhand that do it great. So don't think I'm talking about you if you do that kind of thing.
2: You showed me how to pick records, so thank you.
1: Hey, my pleasure. <laughs> it's uh yeah, you're you've gotten too good at it. You're a record picking machine.
2: Student has outmastered the master. <laughs> you gold miner.
1: <laughs> so, up first, we have an artist where we were on our way. Oh, you know, I think we actually told this story. Um, I mean, have we played Ramsey Lewis? Did we play that old record of his? I don't know if we have told this story. Oh. When we first heard Ramsey Lewis, when we were on our way to uh, the nursery,
0: ah. Uh, we can, t- we can retell
1: it. <laughs> to make it short, we were on our way to a nursery and uh, uh, with plants, not like kids.
2: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> PHS, Meadowbrook Farms.
1: Yes. Very it's cool. It's like beautiful. a cool little estate, a bunch of greenhouses. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
2: Oh, you got... And it was when we were parking, we were about to get down and we hear this Ramsey Lewis track come on. We're like, whoa, what is this? And I think we've waited until it finished to get out of the car.
1: Yeah, it's like a seven minute track and it was, they were playing it. And it was the kind of thing where I didn't know what year it was from. It was so good. It was stone cold groove. Like, what is so this? So good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we. What did we have to do? We had to. We. I think we shazammed it once we got yeah. there, and then figured out it was Ramsey Lewis, and then we see his records everywhere. But we see a lot of 60s records, and then when I pull him up on Spotify, which is usually how we comb through this this stuff, we notice that a lot of his stuff is sort of swing and jazz. Um, You know, piano driven And this The track that we heard On the radio And freaked out about Was this track Sun Goddess
2: And the cover of it too It's like a sun goddess Yeah
1: It was super groovy Um, It's like, yeah Like a gold woman Coming out of a sun Or something Mm -hmm. And so We've kind of been on the hunt for that record. We don't have it yet.
2: Still haven't seen it out there.
1: No, I think people are people are wise enough to snap it up when they see it mm-hmm. for a good price. So we've been looking for his records. We picked up one of those swinging '60s records that he did, and then we found this record in Colorado at Wax Tracks. This is from his record, "Back to the Roots," from 1971. So this is st- right as he started to get a little out of the swing jazz scene and into the funk jazz scene that was emerging in the 70s. Cats like Ramsey Lewis just searing it with tracks like Sun Goddess. So this record is a good uh, glimpse into the transitional phase of that. You can hear his uh, swing side and his funkier side. This track is the title track. I'm doing as many title tracks as I can on this episode which might just be one no it's two let's hear it this is Back to the Roots from Ramsey Lewis let the grooves wash over you look at it. (laughs) So that's like, when I would go to the mall, I'd always see like the love sack store. And I would be like, man, when I'm an adult, get me a love sack. Like that looks like just the coolest time.
2: A bean bag.
1: Yeah, it's just like a bean bag (laughs) couch or chair, you know? But it's like a little bit more chair-like.
2: It's portable, you can take it anywhere.
1: We could. It's a good idea, right? Yeah. I, I, love, I love you. I love the that we're on the same page of adulthood that we can agree on. I would on.
2: love to be sitting on one of those See? while doing this right now.
1: Would that improve the podcast? Totally. If you think that we should get, you, listener, if you think <laughs> that we should get a beanbag chair... Of the highest quality, please give us five stars on <laughs> iTunes and let us know. <laughs> uh, I think it's a good idea, and I'm thrilled that you feel the same way.
2: Why not? Let's do it.
1: I love it. It's a beautiful thing. You f- you see beanbag
2: out- listening to knowledge.
1: Ah, uh, knowledge. <laughs> Let's talk about that. Okay, we we talk about the great beat makers of the time. We talk about Jay Dilla, we talk about Madlib. You know, we've played K-Def. We've played Odyssey, we've played uh, a lot of the greats. And knowledge is absolutely part of the conversation. Yes. He is as far as active beat makers, he is just the force to be reckoned with right now and he is prolific. Um, not unlike Mad Lib himself Uh, his drums are just kicking, knocking and just like (laughs) insane sometimes just like he does this like double tap thing uh, a lot that is just like his deal makes me wonder about what I let get across in my own music like where he decides a song is finished and what kind of loose ends he likes to leave around his music is so fascinating to me. And I'd, I like to take a cue from that when I, when I try to make decisions about my own music. But Knowledge is killing it on this record. It goes by the name Hood Dreams. Came out on Stone's Throw 2015. Stone's Throw as Miss Lena knows, is... Killing it. Killing it.
2: They know what they're doing over
1: there. Taking my money at every turn. And this record is a welcome part of the collection. And the reason that this record is so worth getting on vinyl is because uh, that track you heard and many more are a part of a D-side that is only available on this vinyl. So that track is untitled... As with the rest of the songs on that D side And they are all superb Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I urge you to check it out And the rest of Knowledge's Deep well of music Um, A guy that I First came aware of From Tumblr And I was You know following a few guys That were just Making beats and putting them on Tumblr. I remember there was this kid, Contact Lens, who was in college. It was making this weird, warbly tape, like blown out clipping, uh, lo fi hip hop. And around that time, I found Knowledge, which, if you're looking this up, I should say that it's spelled K N X W L E D G E. And this record is called Hood Dreams, H U D. C-R-E-E-M-S It's very good
2: Very good indeed Then we had Ramsey Lewis
1: Had Ramsey Lewis before that Groove King himself From his 1971 record Back to the Roots With a track by the same title uh, babe, For uh, podcasting first Here, uh, it, There's going to be a flurry of podcasting firsts at least for this podcast where is my notebook <laughs> i was gonna say that i i wrote notes for this but i don't know where my notebook went
2: it's the worst
1: do you see gone anywhere do you see it anywhere
2: Lose a notebook. Oh, I got it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> why would I do this? Let me hide it. <laughs> this is why I don't... What is this? Raccoon Fighter. I don't know. <laughs> there's a, <laughs> Should I just shout this out no matter what this is? This is... Who knows from when, the, from when this is because I've had this notebook for quite a while. But the last page of this notebook in Sharpie says Raccoon Fighter and then uh, MySpace backslash Sean G-A-V so Raccoon,
0: Raccoon Fighter. Fighter
1: and uh, <laughs> you. <Catchy. there's Sean. laughs> so shout out to Sean whoever you are out there okay so let's see okay the Love Shack that was my first nude and we covered that <laughs> how do you feel about incense we've been trying to you know we had uh, an An oil man came over here to uh, service our furnace, which kind of rhymes. (laughs) And our house has been stinking up like oil ever since. And it's been dissipating, but we've been turning to candles to try to shoo it out of here.
2: Open windows.
1: Were you you ever an incense burner? No. Never? No. What do you think about when someone else is burning incense? As long as
2: they smell nice. Yeah. Why not? It's your house.
1: <laughs> it's our house. <laughs> I wanted to see. It's not like I'm. I, I'm urging to smell incense, but I'm wondering if that's a. If it's an alternative to candles, that would be fun. For either of us. I don't know. Why I, not? Why not? You know that uh, we're adventurous people. All right, incense is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually have love sacked twice, so we got. <laughs> And wax tracks in Colorado. So I hit all of my notes. Look at that. Oh. <laughs> we can close the notebook and we don't have to worry about where it is. All right. Are you ready for the next first? Am I killing you with boredom?
2: No. <laughs> 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 What's the surprise you have?
1: Okay. So I've never done this before. Well, you know, when I have guests come over, say like a, a Brendan Ekstrom of Circus Survive or a. Uh, Matt Scott, Aline of Hurry, you know, local indie uh, celebrities coming over, sharing their their (laughs) their record collections. I'm not going to know what it sounds like. And I try to leave it a complete surprise so that I get a untarnished first reaction on tape. And... I've joined a record club this year starting in January. It's called Vinyl Me Please. And here's a little free plug to them. And it's a service that you pay a membership, uh, in my case, a yearly fee. And they send me records monthly, year round. And they announce what the record will be a few weeks before I get it. This record came today from uh, an artist that I believe is named Moses Sumney. Never heard this artist before, and it's still in the box. It's in a cardboard box. I haven't even seen the cover of this thing. I've just agreed to take the ride with the record they've sent me. and For a first time, I usually load these songs on before we get started, but just to Slow the momentum even more I'm gonna unbox this thing It's open We got Moses Sumney Aeromanticism. Alright Again okay, we got a cover Of a man Hand behind his back so he's got no head Uh Shirtless Shirtless Floating Midair Or jumping But it looks sort of floating-ish But how can you tell Uh Okay, babe, you want to take a look at this track listing and just find me the coolest song title. Your first impression, that's the coolest song title.
2: Let's see what... Indulge Me is about track 10.
1: Let's check out Indulge Me by Moses Sumney. All right, I'm gonna crack this open. There might be a little bit of an edit here so that time can just fold in on itself and you can actually travel Time is a flat that. circle. Yeah, it's
0: a flat <laughs> circle. <laughs>
1: oh, you know, you got your, your travel pillow right next to you. I do. And so we're about to embark on a journey we don't even know where the destination may may lead.
2: Who is Moses? I was
1: thinking about that. Have you ever met anyone named Moses? Uh,
2: that cute dog
1: at the park. That cute dog that has super beef with me <laughs> <laughs> because I picked up Waldo's poop. And uh, Moses came over. It was always so sweet. Just a sweet little baby little gray dog. And, Something uh,
2: about you that day set him off.
1: Yeah, he just didn't like... <laughs> didn't like the cut of my jib uh but i love that dog it's the cutest thing ever i was thought uh, that's uh <laughs> we still talk about that we never see moses and we always want to <laughs> Where well, there's another artist uh named moses boyd who's really good and then isaac hayes has been known as black moses moses is a cool name
3: moses moses
1: I don't think that, you know, like if I meet someone, they tell me their name is Moses, they get a cool point just right off, right off the backboard. <laughs> <laughs> what is Indulge Me? Okay, let's do it. Let's crack into this record, and let's see what Moses Sumney, off of his debut record, Aromanticism, let's see what he has to offer. Indulge Me. was funky killer bongos yeah the bongo guy was just breaking a sweat who was that you ask why that was none other than brian auger's oblivion express from 1972 off of the record closer to it that was the first track called whenever you're ready killer searing <laughs> jamming a little jammier yeah <laughs> than i like usually and there's a lot of jamming to sit through but at the end there when it gets it's all weird it, it starts <laughs> falling apart <laughs> yeah what'd you think of that track babe
2: it's uh worth staying till the end
1: ah yeah yeah it gets all cool that's where i start fucking with it <laughs> So, not really much to say about this. I found this on Amazon, and I liked the way the drums and bogos sounded a lot. thought maybe I had some use for it, and I come back to this record every once in a while. Glad that I got it. It was uh, inexpensive to say the least. Brian auger I, and I, when I was looking up uh, the date of the record, it seems like he's still playing some shows. Brian Auger and <laughs> possibly the Obli- the Oblivion Express. who knows? maybe the Oblivion Express detached from the caboose and uh, did their own thing. It's not for me to say, and it's not for me to research. It's not why we're here. like <laughs> <laughs> some of this? Okay, before that, we had some mystery picks.
2: Got funky.
1: We got really funky. It got mysterious and funky. Who did we have before that? <sighs> Wild cards. We had some wild cards. We had a box of chocolates. We did not know we were going to get. The record you heard before the Oblivion Express was a group of artists that go by the name Creative Source. And uh, we were at the thrift store today doing some thrifting. And we were in the record section. And it's basically, to put it simply, it's a pile of records.
2: Just in boxes.
1: Just boxes. All sorts of conditions. Genres. Alphabetized, you ask? Nope. No, 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 no.
2: Not even in sleeves. Some just loose.
1: Yeah, some just like... (laughs) A lot of people, I think, were just looking through them and were just like, nope. And then just like... They look like they dropped them from like three feet above their head. (laughs) Um,
2: This one had a cool cover, so...
1: Yeah, you pulled this out, right?
2: Yeah. I was like, this is cool, and then I saw that it was 1974. This is
1: 1974, I believe. Let me look at my notes. I have notes also on the computer. <laughs> and they are from 1974. You're right. And this, uh, this is worth looking up. This is off of a record called Migration by Creative Source. And it's worth looking up the cover if you have yourself a, a smartphone or a connection to the internet. It's
2: four faces.
1: It's uh, five, right?
2: Five, four, six. Who knows? But it's cool. And I thought it was worth checking out. So we just picked it up and took it home.
1: And I'm glad we did. We didn't listen to this on Spotify as we usually do. I think we assumed that there was a dollar bin. Yeah. We were just picking things we, we just went We went crazy Getting some records I And mean, we got all good stuff And we got uh, Creative Source And now we know who they are Do you know who Creative Source were? Did you know Before we played them? I did not No I, I just
2: d- picked it Based off The cover And when you're just Playing it right now It's We all took the journey together
1: We took the journey together <laughs> I liked it It was funky When I put yeah. it on I was like Okay wah wow, guitar It's gonna be okay but then the harp comes in and like the display snare it was a good groove (laughs) and we just picked that track off of coolest track name it was migration the title track because I will play as many title tracks as humanly possible on this episode of Wax On thank you so much for tuning in thank you for 5 star reviews oh my god you didn't have to no (laughs) not more 5 star (laughs) reviews you couldn't you shouldn't have. You wouldn't have. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Five star away. If you must. If you really think that it's a five star. But don't come at us with that four star lukewarm, you fucking Siskel and Ebert bullshit. If you want to bring that four star bullshit, bringing around some other podcast, I don't want to hear it. I'm bringing you five star grooves from Creative Source. 1974, Miss Lena picked this out because she has the touch. <laughs> she has the vision. She sees through all the other <laughs> records. It's, it's a good a,
2: find. It's a gift. Can we talk about Moses? That was a journey.
1: Yes. Let's hear your first impression of Moses Sumney.
2: I thought it was really pretty in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I felt calm and relaxed.
1: Very good. Seems like uh Not bad. Yeah, talented man. The guitar in the beginning reminded me of Bivio, so I was like, okay, I like this guy. He's doing some shredding. Um, and then I'm wondering, I'm, I'm assuming there's got to be some lyrics on the rest of the record, and this was like an experimental kind of like build a, build a thing. Indulge like, me. Yeah, indulge me. I'm taking that from the... <laughs> which I liked. Um, it's an interesting first look because this is like the second to last track of the record too which is usually you're not putting your most looked at song there so this was probably a like a passion project kind of song for him if I can try to like psychologize (laughs) if I could hypothesize yeah what do you think Are are you interested to hear the rest of that
2: I am. I'd like to check it out. It's not bad.
1: Yeah, sounds like a, a fascinating, talented individual.
2: Maybe like a nighttime record?
1: Yeah, I wonder. Maybe it goes to all sorts of different places. Who knows? Yeah, maybe we'll revisit this. We'll let you know. But so far, uh, so good. Thank you, Moses Numni. Let's talk about the new segment that everybody's been going crazy for. Everybody has been five-star reviewing all about it. The internet has been raving. Where is Lena? Where is Miss Lena? We want more Miss <laughs> <Ms. laughs> Lena's pics. The outpour.
2: I am here. I have arrived. I brought two picks on this episode. Yes. I think the first one we're starting out with is the one that our cute dog ate the sleeve to. Yes. It is this psychedelic soul funk group. hmm There's not a lot of information on them.
1: No, I wanted they to ask a little bit you, of a mystery. Where you first heard about Cain and Abel because this was something that you put on my radar and then I saw it at a record store and I and snatched it up.
2: I just feel like it's One of those nights, again, where (laughs) I just go into this music hole and just we will probably find a record and then go, well, if you like this record, check out this record. Mm -hmm. And it just goes from there. So I couldn't even tell you where. I just know it's probably a night of just browsing, surfing the web. (laughs) I've been there. (laughs) Internet. (laughs) And... They have this other record, which I think is self-titled, Cain and Abel, and I think it's 1971, and it's up on YouTube, the full album, but I think me and you heard that, and we were just amazed. Yeah.
1: Well, I I didn't realize, I would have had assumed that that one was after this this record that we're about to play, because this one seems a little bit more straightforward soul and less psychedelic.
2: Is this 1972?
1: Yeah, this is the year after.
2: Yes, so 1971 is pretty cool if you're able to get your hands on that. I still have, I think it's on eBay maybe I should check again. But this is a record after that. It's called...
1: This one is called... Oh, you know, it's got kind of a long kind of a funny name. Let me find the record because...
2: It's just floating around in a random sleep.
1: Yeah, Oh, it's called Relating a Message to You Not relaying a message to you Relating a message to you
2: Can and Abel
1: Which that seemed like I mean, it's fine, I understand they're doing a little bit of wordplay But that must have just been a nightmare Just like over the phone Trying to tell them When you
2: search for them You can find some of the records And the YouTube But you get Then It gets weird And you get like The Bible story
3: Yeah
1: (laughs) Oh yeah We should also say this uh, The name is spelled A little differently Than the Bible story names It's Cain K I'm sorry C-A-N-E And Abel A-B L-E L-E Like Abel Abel body Yes
2: (laughs) And this track that I brought on, that thought it was a pretty cool name.
1: Stone Groove? It's
2: called Stone Groove.
1: And that's exactly what it is. <laughs> Good and find.
2: I hope you like it.
1: Let's all enjoy. You got the touch, babe. Cain and Abel. That was Wand. Wand. Great pick, babe.
2: Thanks, babe. I like Wand. That was 2015, 1,000 Days.
1: That's the name of the record.
2: The track, it's called Passage of the Dream. Wonderful. What do you think of Wand?
1: I liked it. It rocked. (laughs) Friggin' rocked. Uh, I told you it reminded me of 90s Radiohead Yes The the best 90s Radiohead (laughs) They
2: were just in Philly I think on Saturday the 8th Yes I did not go I was lazy I told you about it We discussed it
1: Yeah, we let ourselves off the hook
2: (laughs) But we bailed Because we love staying home
1: We love staying home It doesn't mean they don't rock Apologies to one I
2: got a chance to see them South by Southwest 2015. I think it was a Waterloo Records Showcase. Yes. And their set got rained out. Poor guys, I think, played to, I think, like, five kids just soaking. It was not covered. It was just outdoors. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah.
2: They had a tent that was covering their stuff, but even then, it was, like just a bad day in Austin just windy and rainy and cold
1: that's uh you know south by southwest is challenging enough you just
2: don't know what you're gonna get weather wise yeah sometimes it's nice sometimes it's awful and I got a chance to see them from just a little tent off on the side that I was able to run under when it started raining it's beautiful and they they were awesome they still played you know had a 100%. Like, they were not at all bummed. <laughs> that kicks ass. But there was like five kids maybe or less. Um,
1: That's what I like to hear.
2: Yes. So I've been a fan ever since. Yes.
1: You made a friend at the record store buying this egg. I did.
2: I got this at Siren Records in Doylestown. and Yes, free the, plug. The guy who um, rung me up was like, did you go see them? And I was like, no. But <laughs> I know they were probably really good.
1: Yeah, I saw a little snippet from Brian Schmutz's story Shout out to Brian Schmutz of He the famous- went Yeah, he was there That's um, so cool Yeah,
2: I'll have to ask him But I'm pretty sure they were I'm going to say awesome yeah,
1: <laughs> They're probably good <laughs> They're a and band
2: Yeah, they're pretty cool And I like sharing And finding these new bands um, With you And seeing what you think of them this is their third record, I think. They have two. First one being Ganglion Reef. They have a track called Broken Candle, which was the first wand track I ever heard ever. And I was like, okay, you have my attention wand. And I've been hooked ever since I think the second record. It's called, what did I say it was called?
1: Uh Go Godin. Gollum. Gollum.
2: Gollum. And it's a little bit darker, and then there's 1,000 Days, which is what we just played. I think it's pretty pretty
1: cool. Pretty sweet. Yeah, the other track that um, you wanted me to check out was another like sweet track that was kind of chill.
2: It was 1,000 Days. Yeah. That one's really nice. It was like
1: a, a little acoustic-y. Yeah. Yeah, I like this band. Yeah. Um, And when you were telling me about them, I was certain that it was uh, Pond you were talking about. That is also like a psychedelic-y, like almost Tame Impala kind of sounding band. Which this band is not quite. This band has a little uh, something else to offer as well.
2: Yeah, I remember you saying, asking me if it was Pond.
1: I was was like, like, no, Wand. Yeah, I was like, they're from New Zealand or or Australia.
2: These guys are from L.A.
1: Yeah, those guys are from L.A. They're rockers.
2: And before that was Can Abel
0: Mm hmm. Yes.
2: Stoned Groove. Which is a little also psychedelic soul funk. They're pretty cool. so
1: Absolutely. Get into that. St- space Echo happening mm-hmm. there.
2: <laughs> and those are my picks.
1: Great picks, babe. Thanks. Went from the funky into... It
2: got funky. Not,
1: yeah, it was funky. And it was, <laughs> even that song was pretty rockin'. There's been a lot of wah guitar on this episode. Yeah. Probably the more, <laughs> the most, in the history of On. Yeah, it even started getting like a little bit rockin' on the Cain and Abel song. So it's like, yeah. great flow. Groovy. Groovy stuff. I love it. Until next time, with Babes Picks.
2: I'm trying to bring you guys the good stuff.
1: He's delivering. <laughs> like the mailman. What was the who was uh, I don't really know basketball that well, but that was one, that was a basketball player. I think the mailman is uh <laughs> <laughs> Scotty Pippen. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know basketball. <laughs> People are shouting at their devices. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. J, that can't be. He wouldn't be the mailman as well, would he? Moonlight, moonlight says a mailman. Um, let's move on. After Miss Lena's fabulous picks, where do I go from there? It's it's hard, and uh, even with the rules out the window, I'm just staring at these records, just wondering what do I do? what do I do for ten tracks? It's a quandary. And it's uh, it's a decision that I face, and that's my cross to bear. And so what's next is a record that we also found in the Wax Tracks archives down there in Colorado, or up there, whatever you want to call it. Denver. Denver. It's south, but it's way up there. And, uh found this record <laughs> it's a calypso record and this has been happening to me so much lately where the cover of the record is not the cut co- the you gotta record that check up.
2: it before you buy it
1: i do well this just one to I, be safe. the good thing about this one is it doesn't really matter because the it's a very similar kind of deal to what the cover is uh it's just different songs really and different artists <laughs> <laughs> a different record label. But the thing same is... Same genre. It's same exact genre. <laughs> it's like same era, and I actually would argue to say that the record that I ended up getting, I think, would probably be better anyway. It just seems seems really good. Um, this record is uh, evidently West Indian Calypso Magic by Lad Richards and his orchestra, featuring Irving Brown and... Pershing, Groff Irving Brown, and Pershing DeGraw. Well, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of people involved. Let's let's go through this again. West Indian Calypso Magic by Lad Richards with his orchestra featuring Irving Brown and Pershing DeGraw. <laughs> there it is, <laughs> off of Art Records. Uh, from Miami, Florida, you know Miami, always coming out with uh, with music, like it's it's rich with music. And I think because you know, like probably because it's uh, has so much Cuban culture influence and um, like a lot of dance culture coming from down there, and like calypso in the the mid '50s. This is from 1956 that we're about to listen to, and the artist who I just named oh you know what (laughs) this is crazy you want to hear something really crazy it's different on the other side (laughs) so this is the mighty panther and Lad Richards and his orchestra it's just on this side I was reading the anything goes the B side this is the the A (laughs) So, this track is called Nora, Nora, old Calypso track.
4: Nora, 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 I beg you to leave me, Nora, I'm going back to my country. I beg you to leave me Nora, I'm going back to me country because I'm tired with London, I can't hear the steel band beating in John, John. I'm feeling homesick, I'm feeling sad, I want to go back to Trinidad so darling, Nora, 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 oh why don't you leave the band? Nora, 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 I want to go home to see me grandmother, Nora, 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 Nora. ah darling what is your intention? Nora, Nora. Nora, you can't fool me, I'm a born Trinidadian Nora. Nora, Nora, Nora She started a crying when she heard that I was leaving These are the things the lady promised me, a Rolls Royce car, her father's property I told her, well darling, money or love doesn't mean anything I've got to go home without deceit to pick up my duty, St. Vincent Street, darling Nora, Nora, Nora. Oh why don't you leave the panther, Nora, Nora, Nora I want to go home to see my grandmother, Nora. Nora, 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 Ah darling, what is your intention, Nora, 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 You can't fool me, I'm a born Trinidadian, Nora, Nora, Nora Miss Nora was angry, she took up a knife and threatened to kill me then She jumped to my collar, stamping her feet and bawling for murder I told her quietly, darling, my mind is made up already, I'm very sorry I can't remain. I got to go back to the city of Boris Spain, so darling, Nora, 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 I beg you to leave the panther. Nora, Nora, Nora. I want to go home to see my grandmother, Nora, 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 ah darling, what is your intention, Nora, 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 you can't fool me, I'm a born trained guardian, Yes, Nora was clever, she tried a trick on the mighty panther because my clothes in the laundry, she got the ticket hidden secretly, so I used my discretion, I rented a suit in living position, took my trunk and said, I owe on the flying Dutchman to be So darling, Nora, 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 oh why don't you leave the panther, Nora, Nora, Nora. I want to go home to see my grandmother Nora, 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 Nora. Ah, darling, what is your intention? Nora, 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 Nora. You can't fool me, I'm a born Trinidadian yeah.
1: creative by none other than xtc everyone's favorite band from the 70s and 80s and possibly 90s
2: pretty cool
1: <laughs> yeah what did you think of that track babe that was
2: what was that track called
1: that track was called frost circus and then in parentheses it says number five in the Homo Safari series well, That was from 1983 on Virgin Records well, What's your overall impression of XTC's instrumental track Frost Circus?
2: I like it That was pretty kind of dreamy It
1: was dreamy, right? Mm. For 1983?
2: It's not bad
1: Not bad and it's it if you think about frost and little pieces of frost and little f- snowflakey flaky frost and the little world that they live in and if they ha- had consciousness and were able to animate their own bodies at their own free will and then somehow decide to have a circus and employ a whole staff of a circus and had music for that circus. I think it would sound exactly like that. (laughs) It would sound like a frost circus. Beautiful. It's beautiful. It has some funny melodies, which is uh, XTC was kind of known for that. They were were always a little bit angular and they were sort of a post-punk band or I don't even know if you can call them post-punk because there were I mean punk was still happening but they were I, that's the strange thing about that we were sort of doing post-punk before punk had even, had even left anyway that's a more of a philosophical question I guess <laughs> about the genre itself so let's not try to get too heady it's getting late you know I'm not gonna try to dive <clears throat> too far into some you know some water that I can't tread but I do like XTC And XTC is actually sort of a Heavy influence on the music that I make Because they do this At their best they make this really tropical Like weird psychedelic Like new wave thing that's all its own It's danceable and it's weird And uh, I like this band a lot And So you, you can tell why I got this record Right babe Like with this cover
2: Groovy cover
1: It's a groovy cover like, looks like iridescent. It looks kind of <laughs> like oil looks like when uh, when the sun is shining. When it mixes in with snow. So, that was fun. Are you still with us? You getting weird with us? Is it one in the morning where you're at?
2: What was playing before that?
1: Before that was... The Calypso Jam.
2: Is that the morning song?
1: Yeah. So we went straight from like morning to night, right? Yes. All in a single move. <laughs> That's what happens when we have no theme anymore. We just... I
2: feel just, like this is a song you would listen to in the morning. Put a little
1: Nora, pep in your step. <laughs> he wants to go back to Trinidad. He doesn't want to live in London anymore. And he misses his home and he misses Nora. And he wants to go home and... I uh, I hope he got there. He wrote a beautiful song about it. And that of course was let me uh let me rattle it off for you one more time. That was of course West Indian Calypso Magic by Mighty Panther and Lad Richards and his orchestra. That was Nora Nora from 1956. Oh my goodness! Going all the way from 1956 to 2015. What are we doing? Trip music it's a trip. <laughs> well, this has been fun,
2: fun adventure.
1: Yeah, get Strapped to in.
2: go along with the listeners as they listen.
1: Yeah, what did you think?
2: Thank you for listening.
1: Yeah, please write in waxonpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know is creative source your favorite band? Have you always known about creative source and we're just late to the party?
2: Do you like Wand?
1: Do you like WAND? Did you go to the show a few nights ago? How was it? Was it <laughs> did, good? Did you see Brian Schmutz there? Did from the you, starting line? From the starting line? From Volcano Vinyl Podcast? With, I
2: love the starting line.
1: With Brian Medlin? <laughs> I love the starting line, too. They had some good stuff. Yeah.
0: <clears throat>
1: they can still rock. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah! Shout out to Volcano Vinyl. They're on like hundred and nineteen thousand episodes now, and we're on our nineteenth episode. We are
2: slacking. We're to get on their level.
1: Yeah, we do. Well, we do our our whole like Radio Lab thing, where it's like a bunch of different. There's a lot of a lot of sounds. There's a lot of records that. There's a pile of records next to me. There's
2: a lot of music out there, and it's hard to keep track of all the stuff that's coming out.
1: It's too much. Who can keep track anymore? That's what, like I just opened a box. I didn't even know what it's gonna be. They're just throwing music at me now. I just th- I just say, hey, can you just throw music at me for a year, just blindly? And they do. And they do. And they're like, sure, we can handle that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a it's a journey, you know. Take a trip. Go to Colorado. Get some. Get some fun stuff Get it. If you're 21 and over What's what's holding you back? Yes Take that trip Frontier Airlines It's like a hundred bucks But then if you take a bag Oh my god They are going to Arrest you <laughs>
2: <laughs> Travel See what's out there
1: Yeah Head out there Stop by The record stores across America See what they got Go to the places that aren't even record stores And have records That's where you're going to find some interesting things
2: Crate digging
1: Crate digging So to the crate diggers Boys and girls Men and women Far and wide We salute you
2: Thanks for coming along On the journey
1: Thank you for coming along and happy day to all of you. We're going to end it with a track from once again, purchased at Wax Tracks in Denver, Colorado during our famous vacation. And when I had mentioned before, when we were looking for records, we often pull up Spotify and we'll... Or or YouTube, whatever we can find it on, to listen to a little bit of it. Just a little bit. We don't want to blow the whole thing, but if it sounds good from the little bit, we... And hurt. I'd
2: like to know what I'm paying for.
1: Yeah. If they don't have a record player, just we can Just a little bit? Just a little bit. Just a little a little taste. So we don't... We're not ashamed. We're not embarrassed by doing so this.
2: So that I don't come home and put it on my record player... And suddenly feel bummed.
1: And it's garbage. <laughs> no one wants garbage. It's trash. <laughs> There's, you know what a what a bad record is? Garbage. <laughs> it's decorum for a diner that I don't want to eat at. <laughs> That's what a bad record is. It's wax that should be melted into a good record. <laughs> <clears throat> So we bring home the good stuff, even though you know we've we've I had like our, to
2: preview,
0: yeah, just a little
1: bit. We do our best, you know. Buyer beware. And so, let me get to the point here. <laughs> this is great. I'm I'm beating around the bush. <laughs> when I was listening to this record, it happened to be this fellow Walt Wanderley, oh. Bra- Brazilian, Brazilia, Brazil's number one. Organist.
2: I think you found this at that bookstore.
1: No, it yeah, wasn't the bookstore. Holy yeah. shit. Because you made a friend
2: up. there. It's it the guy that came around the shelf. Yeah. I was like, hey, who is that?
1: <laughs> there was this mixed uh, bookstore, record store thing. It had a, some less record, but some good stuff and a bunch of like $1 records. And we found this Walt Wanderley record on the Verve label called Rainforest. And said uh Brazil's number one organist. And we started playing it, and this guy popped around the corner. <laughs> I said, Whoa, what is that? He was, he was like very excited about it. And I said, It's Walt Wanderley. And he said, That's the guy that played organ on Girl from Ipanema.'" flipped out. He flipped out. He said, I don't know if it's on that record. And I said, It is. He's like, You gotta get that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you make friends everywhere you go.
1: He wanted to be friends. <laughs> And uh, we're friends now. I don't know his name. uh, But I think I'll see him again.
0: Yeah.
1: I think he'll just play... I think if I play Walt Wanderley at a bookstore anywhere, he'll just appear. (laughs) 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 He was uh, was into it. And so I had to get it. I I didn't even ask... I shut it down on my phone after that. I was like, there's no question. (laughs) And Girl from Ipanema classic so let's hear it let's bring it home another thing that uh brazilian music is good for is morning time with your coffee but i like to think that this one is a good closing tune a little bit of a lullaby and this one is simply called rain and it's from the year 1966 the tender year of 1966 when it was a simpler time and well maybe it wasn't, who knows I guess it's all <laughs> about perspective <laughs> Uh yeah, you know I'd, I'd actually debate to say it was probably much more of a complicated time than
2: 1966 oh yeah it never back. gets easy is anything easy?
1: no no, no.
2: That is why we have music to heal us.
1: (laughs) Yeah, music is a a unifying...
2: It's universal.
1: Yeah, healing agent for all. And so I hope to unite all the hearts across this world.
2: Share some records with some friends.
1: Yes. Megan, friends, and let us know how you feel about all the music.
2: Play me some Walt.
1: Let's hear some walt. Let's go out <laughs> on a high note. Thank you for listening. Sorry for rambling. <laughs> <laughs> Good night.